0: Welcome to the Misunderstanding Dementia Show. This episode is brought to you by the Alzheimer's Disease and Dementia Care Seminar, the required course to be a certified dementia practitioner. Check out our website at drmikechua.com slash ADDC. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Mike Chua, physical therapist and certified dementia practitioner, and today. We've got a special guest here, and her name is Miss Linda Barker. She's a physician assistant here at Martin Orthopedics, and uh, oh my God, that was long. But uh, we're here to just interview her, ask her where she's from, what does she do, and what are the common cases that she see here in Martin Orthopedics. So, again, thank you very much, Miss Linda. I appreciate you for having, uh, for for coming over for 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 our show. So basically, we have our show called Misunderstanding Dementia, where we provide education. For different caregivers, different uh, patients who have actually dementia and uh, teach them, bring out the best in them. And we encounter a lot of orthopedic questions too, Uh, basically patients who have uh, hip replacement, knee replacement, shoulder replacement, whatever, and uh, especially with dementia patients. So uh, we're happy to have you, Ms. Linda. So uh, thank you.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate this opportunity. Um, I grew up in upstate New York. Oh. Area very similar to Martin, mm-hmm. other than we had higher taxes, but in Binghamton. <laughs> and uh, and decided I didn't want to stay in the north northeast where it was cold and long winters. Mm-hmm. So I went to undergrad, I went to college in Ohio at Ashland College. It's now Ashland University. Mm-hmm. And that's where I got into athletic training. So that's mm-hmm. kind of my into medicine, so to speak, beginnings. And But in that setting, you're dealing with healthy people who happen to get hurt. So mm-hmm. it's a little different. Did that for... Uh, uh, Finished undergrad, went to uh, graduate school down in Mobile, Alabama, uh, the United States Sports Academy, took a few classes as well at uh, the University of South Alabama, also worked as the head athletic trainer at South Alabama oh, wow. while I was doing my master's, mm-hmm. and um, and then from there I took a job here in Martin.
0: What, why, and, why here in Martin? <laughs>
1: well, it was kind of halfway. Uh-huh. You wouldn't have the super, super hot summers maybe, and you wouldn't have the bad winters. So oh okay. And it was a, it was a, a, a great job opportunity. Um, started at UT Martin working as a women's athletic trainer
0: mm-hmm. and taught
1: some classes. And then I became the athletic trainer and kind of covered all of the sports at UT Martin. And mm-hmm. also taught and had the athletic training area. So that I did that for you know eighteen nineteen years. Oh wow! And then. Uh, did a year of kind of clinical work as an athletic trainer and did some outreach with the hospital. We had a clinic and got started with a lot of the junior highs and high schools that that now that program still kind of goes on, although with different clinics, but that still kind of is going on outreach Mm -hmm. to help out the community. And so... That's here in Martin? Yes, sir.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, And Obon County.
1: We did Obon County as well at the time. So then I decided I kind of wanted to do do more, Mm -hmm. take it further. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Like I said, as an athletic trainer, you typically are working with people who are healthy people who happen to get hurt, Mm -hmm. Well, there's a whole other population that maybe aren't, you know, and and take, you know, education-wise, medicine-wise, further from myself as well. Mm -hmm. So that's when I got into the physician assistant program at Bethel uh, College. It's now Bethel University up in Mm McKenzie. Actually, the very first physician assistant that came out of their program, because my last name starts with... (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, you heard that. Okay. <laughs> so,
1: um, initially, came out, started working uh, with Dr. Peter Lund, orthopedist mm-hmm. here in Martin, mm-hmm. and then uh, Dr. Lund left, and then Dr. Rexel has been here and worked. So I've been working with Dr. Mm-hmm. Rexel here at Martin uh, Orthopedics for the past seven years, and we're a general orthopedic office, so we see mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. We may, I may see a patient who's, you know, twelve months old and then the very next patient might be 80 years old. So there's a Mm -hmm. wide range of what we see. So we see a lot of, a lot of different variances there. Um, We see a lot of, uh, in our older patients, obviously uh, osteoarthritis Mm -hmm. um, that happens to, unfortunately, pretty much all of us at some point, you know, (laughs) wear and tear that happens um, with our bodies. So we see that a lot. And some of our patients have, you know, dementia or, Mm -hmm. or Alzheimer's, that kind of thing. And so that sometimes is a, Factor in, a big in the challenges, yeah. mm-hmm. so. But then again, we may see the you know the ten year old that got hurt playing soccer, mm-hmm. and um, those kind of things. So, of course, we see fractures, um, ankle sprains, tendinitis, arthritis. Um, so we see a wide gamut. Gout flares, uh, things like trigger finger, which you know you don't mm-hmm. typically think of in your younger population, although it can happen. Nowadays but, it's probably uh, more but,
0: common now. But we mm-hmm. see a
1: lot of trigger finger, carpal tunnel, those kind of things mm-hmm. with the hand and wrist, um, so knee injuries, you know, the whole gamut, you know. Wow,
0: well for our uh, audience right now, she mentioned about osteoarthritis, so uh, I know I know it, you know, I know she knows it, but uh would you mind sharing what is actually osteoarthritis for our general audience right sure. now? Sure.
1: You know, osteoarthritis is kind of the wear and tear of the articular cartilage joints. Mm-hmm. And then that wears down, then you go, you know, if it gets bad enough, it's exposed. Mm-hmm. And it's very can be very painful and disabling mm-hmm. for patients. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's usually generally through a process, although if you've had an injury earlier in your life, that can help set that up and make that more um, likely to occur. Mm-hmm. Uh, But, you know, if you've ever, and this kind of of sounds like a funny analogy, if you've ever had the drumstick at Thanksgiving or Christmas Mm -hmm. and you nibbled everything away and all that's left at the end of the bone is just the bone and on the end of the bone is that kind Mm -hmm. of white silvery stuff at the end, Mm -hmm. that's the articular cartilage. That's what we wear away with osteoarthritis. Mm -hmm. Um, and so most of the time we see patients that have osteoarthritis. Sometimes we see patients that have rheumatoid arthritis mm-hmm. and that's a little different animal so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very inflammatory um, and def- can cause a lot of deformities and that's more mm-hmm. of an or problem, immune compromised problem, right. Mm-hmm. So there's those, those are the two different ones. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Is there any difference in the, the joint? Is it supposed to be the weight-bearing joint or just the distal or proximal? Um, that's, just a good, of, mm-hmm. that's
1: a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, most, is, most of our arthritis, I guess probably the, the largest percentage of the osteoarthritis, things that we see are involving the knee or the hip the because keeps. they are weight-bearing mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and that's so that's more prone. but we do see it in the hands. Mm-hmm. A lot of the mm-hmm. base of the thumb, mm-hmm. carpal uh, MC um, C, MC, uh C joint mm-hmm. the base of the thumb That's a pretty common one particularly mm-hmm. people that are older and maybe they had jobs where they use their hands a lot mm-hmm. And that we see that quite a bit. You see a lot, you know, the these last joints in the mm-hmm. fingers mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes people will get these little hiberculine nodes mm-hmm. and sometimes they get kind of a little crooked and that kind of thing and that mm-hmm. shows up um, So that's most of the time now we've got some that get some arthritis in the shoulders mm-hmm. Um Tend to see that more maybe with people that had a, really a, a lot of upper overhead overhead um, heavy duty kind of um, mm-hmm. work in there when they were younger kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, but we have seen more in the shoulder than than in you know probably the last ten years I've seen more now. Oh, wow. So oh, that wow. seems to be a little more mm-hmm. common. But most common by far is the. Knee- Mm -hmm. and sometimes the hip too Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and so you know if you get somebody comes in with knee pain you kind of want to check that
0: hip too Mm -hmm. that's true you know if you you know like like i like what she what uh, miss linda said you know if you have any knee pain you might also want to check your hips and actually also your back because there's what you call uh, a a band here called it band your iliotibial band that runs from your hip all the way down here up here all the way down to your tibial area and if that is tight and it affects everything. So it's it, our body is a fascia, like what she said. When you have problems in your knee, you might want to have your, your, your hip checked, too. So, uh...
1: uh yeah. We see a little bursitis, too. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the IT band, mm-hmm. you know, up there at the hip, if you got lateral hip pain, you notice no injury, but mm-hmm. you notice pain, um, you know, laying in bed on your side, um, getting in and out of the car or something mm-hmm. like that. And you can have bursitis in your hip, and that's not such a big deal. We, mm-hmm. we inject those a lot, and then sometimes therapists work with that mm-hmm. a lot to try to stretch things out to take tension mm-hmm. off it. So the, that's
0: a common, mm-hmm. really common too. She, she mentioned bursitis. You know, remember when you say, we want to break it down. A lot of people, what is that term? What is that term, Michael? What is that uh, thing there? When you break it down, borsa means pocket, okay? Borsa means pocket. Itis means inflammation or irritation. So when she said bursitis, it means there's an inflammation on that pocket, on that specific area. So thank you for pointing that out. So that's a, that's the problem there. You know, there's an inflammation on your on your bursa or your pocket in your area. I wish I have an inflammation on my actual pocket, back pocket, right, where I get more money. <laughs> well, anyway, Miss Linda, you mentioned about injections. You know, and uh, in no way, we are not uh, prescribing right now. We're not your your physician or your doctors right now. We're just, this is just a medical, general uh, uh, information, okay? So, okay. right now, what are the most common treatment that you do, for example, for knee pain, or hip pain, or, or bursitis? Can okay. you recommend any sure. treatment or something um, like that?
1: Typically, you know, typically like, for example, knee arthritis, you know, one, you gotta look at how much you weigh. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're it's a weight-bearing joint, so one of the things is, you know, if you could lose a little weight and take take pressure off from it with weight bearing, that's one thing to consider. Although mm-hmm. that doesn't happen fast, so but that's something to always try to try to work on is trying to lose a little bit of weight if you're heavier. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if you're skinny, you don't need to lose mm-hmm. weight. So I need to
0: lose weight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and then you know things like over the counter Tylenol arthritis, if that's mm-hmm. okay in your medical history, um, in general, that's something we we recommend trying.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, some home exercise or mm-hmm. physical therapy.
0: Physical therapy. Sometimes mm-hmm. if it's
1: been bothering somebody long enough, maybe your muscles have have atrophied or gotten a little weaker because you that knee hurts so you don't walk quite the same. So sometimes we send folks to physical therapy to work on building that muscle back up. Showing people the type of exercises to do when you have arthritis. Mm-hmm. It's a little different than somebody that has arthritis in the knee versus somebody that's a high school basketball player.
0: That's true. That's they true.
1: Increasing that pain. Uh, sometimes we inject. We have different types of injections. We use corticosteroid. Um, use a little numbing medicine with it. And inject the joint. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as there's no, you know, infection or, you know, any chance it's infected, we wouldn't want to inject it. But as long as we know it's arthritis, we would do that. Mm-hmm. And we determine arthritis usually in our office by doing X-rays. We can see different compartments, the inside of the knee, the outside of the knee, behind the kneecap, and see if, if that looks like that's worn. And we can tell by spacing there. So we'll usually do that. Um, so we may do this, may offer that steroid injection. Although if you have diabetes, you always have to worry about the corticosteroid mm-hmm. elevating your blood sugars. So sometimes we err on caution if the blood sugars aren't well controlled. We may not jump into doing mm-hmm. that. Uh, but if you you know, if you don't have diabetes or you're well controlled, then that's a good option to try and settle that inflammation down. A steroid shot doesn't cure arthritis. It tries to settle down the inflammation mm-hmm. that's creating the pain. Mm-hmm. We have another type of injection, although it's expensive and we have to go through insurance. Mm-hmm. High algin injections, and there's different uh, there's different companies that make it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's actually made out of rooster cone cells.
0: Mm-hmm. Is this the hyal- hyaluronic sharks? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So it's
1: made out of the rooster cone cells, which are very similar to the cells in the articular surface, the mm-hmm. uh, articular cartilage of the, of the joint, and it's only only approved for the knee. Mm-hmm. It has a little thicker viscosity, and as long as you're not allergic to birds, feathers, chicken, eggs, <laughs> then you, you, you could qualify for your cover And that idea there is it kind of gives you a little cushion kinda mm-hmm. helps out that the joint. joint capsule. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that that's another option. Um, sometimes we try braces. We have a medial unloader brace that we use because most of the arthritis is typically on the inside. Mm-hmm. Sometimes on the outside, but we have a brace either medial unloader or a lateral unloader. Mm-hmm. That the engineering behind it is to kind of take tension off that side where you have the more ar- more arthritis in. So you know, think about it. If, I'm yeah. learning
0: so much here today, guys.
1: So <laughs> so if you think about you know the arthritis is decreased spacing because the articular cartilage is being worn, so a lot of times I will like, gosh, when I stand, it just hurts me on the inside of my mm-hmm. knee. Well, this medial unloader brace, the mechanics or the engineering behind it is put pressure on the lateral side and take pressure off the medial side mm-hmm. of the knee, so that's something to try. Does mm-hmm. it work on every patient? No, but it's an option to try. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are kind of the things we start with occasionally, you know, as it progresses, Sometimes folks end up having a knee replacement, and that's mm-hmm. when Dr. Reich still comes into play, and then, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we have folks that end up having a knee replacement. It's a big decision, mm-hmm. and usually it's left up to the patient when they, they make the decision, not necessarily us, because mm-hmm. it's a
0: quality of life thing. That's true. That's true. I like what, uh, I don't know if you were actually actively listening there, um, <clears throat> I don't know if you noticed it, they are approaching it as a holistic approach. Uh, like what she said, you know, you have to control the inflammation, the irritation first before you could start doing anything else. Because just like anything, you know, if, if you are, you, you know, as a physical therapist, how can I move a patient if they are in a, you know, in, a, in an irritated mode? You know, same thing with the joint, like what she was talking about. How can you move and exercise it if it's still irritated? So what they're trying to do, I don't know if you notice it, she recommended, you know, simple Tylenol. You can also put some ice on it, you know, to re- reduce the inflammation. She also recommended the steroids to decrease the inflammation. But, of course, you got to talk to your doctor in that way, you know, if you're diabetic or not. Because your, your steroids, again, can increase your What's blood sugar? sugars. So, you have to really be careful about that, too. Well, I like what she said, too. Bracing. Uh, I don't know if you heard it, you know, she mentioned about supporting it on the right way of bracing. If your knee is uh, going inside, or we call it valgum, you know, it's basically going inside. Obviously, you put the support on the opposite side, and that's where they come in trying to analyze. So you have to make sure you go to a really good qualified uh, uh, physician, physician assistant, in that way they can really identify. You know, gone are the days when you go to a physician wherein, okay, this is it. It's not, you know, it's not that. You need, you need to go to somebody that, is, that actually knows how to specifically take care of you. And uh, this is where you're supposed to go. And of course, she also talked about quality of life. And uh, sometimes if those conservative treatments, you know, therapy, exercises, steroids, is not working. That's, again, where, where surgery comes into play, and uh, obviously you have to improve your quality of life.
1: And a couple other things, too. Like, sometimes we'll try some other non-steroidal anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. medications, and, again, that's based on your what your medical history is. Some things, we you don't know, want to combine that, but that's another medicine option. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes we add things that folks don't usually want to go to but might need to, things like a cane or a walker, mm-hmm. you know, taking pressure off that joint when you're weight-bearing to make it where you can get around and, and more comfortable and less pain. So those are things we sometimes send also to physical therapists to help with that, to using those correctly.
0: Proper using of, you know, uh, I love what you said, you know, sometimes you have to have assistance. You know, uh, if you're a caregiver, you, you, by the word itself, caregiving, you, you cannot give what you do not have. Same thing with walking with your pain. If you are hurting when you're standing up and walking, imagine that I weigh 200 pounds okay 210 okay when I'm standing up and walking I'm stepping when I'm lifting one foot I'm putting my 200 pound body in one of my knee and that's putting the whole pressure there in one of my knee but if you have a cane or actually a walker it relieves that pressure on that affected extremity so that's true thank you for reminding us that mm-hmm. we need to use assistive devices so yeah mm-hmm. and
1: things you know the things if somebody has access to a swimming pool mm-hmm. the buoyancy of the water that's great. Um, you can do more things in a pool than you can on dry land. Um, a recumbent bicycle, all mm-hmm. those things that kind of with therapy too would definitely
0: mm. be an advantage. I love that hydrotherapy or or aqua uh, water therapy, uh, like what you mentioned. The buoyancy it relieves the pressure in your body, and actually the 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 pressure the pressure of the water, the hydrostatic pressure. That's actually really good too in in your in your knee. So. Thank you for sharing, yeah. Ms. Linda. I'm learning. It's refreshing my, my, my mind here. All right. It's like, uh, well, just, just to let you know, she's actually in the Hall of Fame of uh, Univers- University of Tennessee, you know, Athletic Trainer Hall of Fame. I just read it here. So. U- UT Martin. UT Martin. UT U- Martin. UT Martin. So, well, any last parting tips for us, Ms. Linda, as a mm-hmm. therapist or as a, as a patient, who, you know, mm-hmm. patient out there who have having knee problems, hip problems?
1: Um, well, take care of your body. You only have one, mm-hmm. um, so listen to your body. If something's hurting, follow up with your regular provider, and they may send us send you to our office or any other orthopedic office or your physical therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, your body's telling you something's wrong for a reason, um, and I try and follow healthy you know healthy lifestyle as best you can. Um, and we all kind of go off the path a little bit, but mm-hmm. in general, that, that helps your body last longer. And if there's anything we can do to help you, we don't mind. You know, give us a call. And, well,
0: thank you yeah. very much again, Miss Lynn. And I appreciate you having me. Well, I appreciate you for having me for, for, for this awesome opportunity. All right, I like what she said. You got to take care of your body, okay? If you're watching right now, listening in our show, in our podcast, and I already mentioned it, you cannot give what you do not have. If you're a caregiver right now, taking care of a dementia patient, taking care of a loved one's. If you're a caregiver, you cannot give what you do not have. That's why it's called caregiving. You're giving care. Okay? And like what you said, you only have one body. Remember this. Self-care is not selfish. you got to take care of yourself. Again, thank you very much, Miss Linda. Can you tell us your telephone number here and our, our address?
1: Um, the, our office is located right across from uh, Volunteer Community Hospital here in Martin. Mm-hmm. Our, uh, I guess the official address is 164 Mount Pelia Road and we're Martin Orthopedics. Our phone number is 587-5900.
0: There you go. Thank you very much. We will also put that in our show notes. We'll, we will put the, the website, their telephone number and also the the address. Again, thank you very much Alternative Careers Group. Thank you very much, Mr. Standing Dementia. I appreciate you and always remember the word FAST, F-A-S-T. First is you, you have to find friends that will push you to your next level. I'm, right now, I'm friends with Miss Linda here, and I go around and interview different people. You gotta find people that will push you to your next level because you are the average of the five people you hang out with. And next letter, letter A, you gotta learn how to take action. Why? If you're a caregiver, take action. Take, action. take care of yourself, alright? Take care of yourself. And letter S, letter S, you gotta learn how to shoot for the moon because when you miss it, you're gonna be eventually landing with the stars. And last but not the least, letter T, not time out, but teach it. And that's the reason why I'm here. I'm asking Miss Linda to teach us. Right? And, you know, you need to learn how to teach it. Why? Because when you hear it, you forget. When you see it, you remember. But when you're actually teaching it, that's like Miss Linda's doing, you're learning it and understanding it more. Again, thank you very much. I appreciate you. Right. Thank you, Miss Linda. Thank I ha- you. Hope you have a good day. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you, Miss Linda.